You're listening to the Maryland Anglican Podcast, where we have sermons, devotionals, and other media from Maryland's Anglican Church. I hope you enjoy. Well, welcome to the Parents Reflection Podcast, where we'll get encouragement for ourselves as parents and ideas on how we can disciple our kids to know and follow Jesus. So this week we're beginning a new series on the book of Mark. I thought we'd do this because our kids are doing Mark in our kids' church. So that way we can ask them what they've been learning, share what we've been learning, and we can grow together as disciples of Christ. We can lead them. So this week we're looking at Mark chapter 1 and the baptism of Jesus. In Mark chapter 1, verse 1, it says, The beginning of the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God. Normally we think about the beginning of the gospel as when Jesus comes. But here it says in verse 2, As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. See, when Jesus comes, he doesn't just come out of the blue and says, I'm the dude, I'm the guy, I'm the king, I'm the son of God. He doesn't say that because who would believe him? You know, I was talking to someone who's not yet a follower of Jesus recently. And they said, well, why didn't God just come himself? Why didn't he just, you know, appear? And why did he have to do all this other stuff? And I said to him, well, would you believe me if I said, well, I'm the, I'm the Messiah? See, God has been planning this for thousands of years. He's been sending his prophets to prepare the way. And now he's going to send one final prophet to prepare the way of the Lord. So we know that when the Lord comes, it's really him. And so John appears in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Repentance just means turning away from our way and turning back to God, being forgiven of our sins, of, of rebelling against God. And all the, all the Jews were going out to him and being, baptizing, be, being baptized by him, confessing their sins so they can be forgiven. But John said in verse 7, After me comes one who is more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down. And untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. See, John's water baptism was an outward cleansing, but it was a symbol of needing our hearts to be cleansed and forgiven by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will wash away our sins once and for all. Now remember, John promised, and he was promised that he would prepare the way for the Lord. And who comes after John? Jesus. He is the Lord, and he comes down and is baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as John promised, Jesus is full of the Holy Spirit. In verse 10 it says, Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open, and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Here is the father looking down at his son and revealing how much he loves him, how much he pleases him. I wonder how much do you love your son or your daughter? Even though they bug us, even though they drive us crazy during home learning and fight with their brothers and sisters sometimes, talk back to us, we still love them. How much more does God the Father love his son, Jesus, who is always perfect? and never disobeyed him. 
But now we see the lengths to which God the Father and God the Son went to save us. In verse, in verse 9 it says, oh, sorry, at verse 12 it says, At once the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. The Spirit sent him out into the wild to be tempted. Do you remember what happened at the beginning of the world? God, our Father, created Adam and Eve. He loved them. He planted a garden for them and put them in the garden to enjoy it and to work it and keep it. But our ancestors rebelled against God. They didn't want to follow his instructions. They wanted to choose to be like God themselves. They disobeyed him and they were kicked out of the garden into the wilderness to suffer the consequences of their rebellion. But here we see the loving Son of God, the one who God the Father loved so much, sent into the wilderness to be tempted for us. He is the only one who can rescue us from our sins, and he suffered the consequences of our sins, being tempted by Satan and eventually dying to forgive us. That is how we can be cleansed by the Holy Spirit. How much does God the Father love you? He wants to invite you into that love that he has for his perfect son, Jesus. I hope that's an encouragement for you today. Discipleship idea. Today we're reminded how much God the Father loves his son. Think about how much you love your children. Have you told them how much you love them lately? Why not go to them today and say, I love you? Then ask them, how much do you think God the Father loves his son? And then ask them, how difficult do you think it was for him to give up Jesus to die for us on the cross? And see where the conversation takes you. I hope you have a great, fruitful conversation with your family.